welcome to your safe space. I'm your host, Adele Marie, and I want to say thank you for joining me today. Your safe space is a podcast designed to make you feel good. Here we will be discussing absolutely everything. Nothing will be off limits. We'll be talking about mindset, lifestyle, career, relationships, or any kind of advice that you need. It really is giving big sister energy. Now, today I wanted to give you a little bit of an introduction into who I am and why I started this podcast and what you can expect to get from this podcast. Now, I have been talking about starting this podcast for so long and if you have been waiting for it, thank you for your patience. I think I mentioned this back in February 1st and I really struggled to pick a name for it and that was what was kind of keeping me from starting because I'm like, I can't start without a name, right? You need a name for the podcast and it's quite funny because I came up with so many names and I kept saying, no, that's not right or that doesn't feel good or that's not the one and what I ended up calling it, your safe space, was literally sitting in my TikTok bio the entire time. I have really enjoyed creating a safe space on my social media platforms for you guys and I want this podcast to be an extension of that and I thought, what better name? than your safe space because this podcast is for you. It's not about me. Obviously, I am the host and I will be sharing, you know, some of my life experience or some of the stories that I have, but it really is for you. And I guess my aim with it is to inspire you to either create the dream life that you want, live the life that you want, show up as the people that you want, or even just to show you that you already have everything that you need within you and you are already enough and I think I've had a pretty interesting journey with like self-development and mindfulness and you know living I guess aligned with my values and I really want to share that and I think you know a lot of you have asked for this as well so so thank you if you were one of those very similar to how I started my YouTube Uh, I started that because you guys wanted it. So this podcast exists for you and I want to say thank you because without you, it wouldn't exist and I am forever grateful for you guys giving me the opportunity to share certain things and create content and this is another piece of content or project that I'm so incredibly proud of and I'm so happy and grateful that I get to bring it to you. Now, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an intro into my my life. <laughs> uh, where do I start? I think I might start from, I'm going to say from childhood. So <laughs> I'm currently 29, which means I was born in 1993, guys. Yes, I am. I am that old. I'm going to say I am that old because whenever somebody asks me how old I am and I tell them, they always act shocked like 29 is meant to be some ancient age and I don't think that 29 is old I definitely think it's just a number and you know if anything it just tells you when you were born like it really has no relation to literally anything else in life but I was born in 1993 I was and I'm an Aries guys March 26 write that down in your diaries don't forget it uh I would say I am an Aries through and through (laughs) 
if you haven't noticed. But uh, I was born, I was the first child of my mum and dad, my beautiful parents, who you guys would probably also know from social media as well. And I also have one younger sister who is a year younger than me. Her name is Carla. And we grew up in Melbourne, Australia. Now, when I think about my childhood, I think I had, I'm going to say like a pretty average one. Uh, Being the oldest child, I did feel like there was not, not pressure and expectations, but I did feel like I was, you know, the first to go through school, the first to... I guess, be disciplined, the first to, um, you know, do certain things. And when, I, I think if you're an, an oldest child, you would understand what I'm talking about. But uh, I definitely felt, I definitely felt like the oldest child. Uh, and I went to a local primary school, not too far from our house. Uh, we grew up in the northern suburbs of Melbourne. If you are from the northern suburbs, shout out to you. Uh, and then after finishing primary school, I went to uh, the high school literally around the corner. So I grew up in a little bit of a bubble. Like I feel like I, I feel like most people do, but um, I wasn't one of those kids that got moved around or moved schools um, at all. It was very, I'm just going to say like consistent. As for my school experience, primary school for me was not the best time. I uh, got, I don't know, I got pretty badly. Is it bullied? Yeah, it's bullied. I'll say it's bullied. Uh, Kids are so brutal, so, so brutal. And I um, had very crooked teeth, right? And back then, obviously, social media didn't exist. And I think that's that's a blessing in itself. But um, I used to get bullied a lot because of my teeth. Um, and so I had become so self-conscious of that by the time that we entered high school. And I ended up obviously getting braces in high school. Thank you, mom and dad. I appreciate you spending that money on my teeth. And guys, I literally still wear a retainer <laughs> to this day. Uh, and I'm 29 years old. So that goes to show that I definitely don't want them to go back to being crooked. But Um, going into high school, it was, I don't know, a little bit scary. And I definitely think I struggled to adjust to that, just like the difference in primary school to high school, because I went from a very small primary school to a very big high school. And I distinctly remember that point in my life because it was such a big change for me. And I think that's where my, I guess my fear for change kind of initially started. And I don't have fear of change anymore, but I definitely remembered that as being a distinct moment. And then throughout high school, I had um, a really close best friend uh, and, you know, it was her and I for, I'm going to say up until like year 10 or 11 and then uh, she dropped out and I also had a a high school boyfriend as well. And I guess those two people or like that group was kind of my friendship group, but I really didn't feel like... I like fitted in with everyone or I don't know. I just, I felt like they were a bit of like my security blanket. Uh, In saying that, I definitely was a nerd in high school as well because I really threw myself into homework, studying, getting good grades. I obviously, you know, wanted to make my parents proud. I wanted to make the teacher proud as well. And I really, I guess, wanted to, become I don't know 
uh, an achiever. And I, again, I feel like that's tied to like the eldest child thing, but um, I would say that on like paper and, and by grades, I, I had a pretty good high school experience. Anyway, after high school finished, I decided I have no idea what I want to do. Like I literally had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And I felt like a little bit of pressure towards that year 11, year 12, going through VCE where, you know, you were being forced to kind of pick career paths or pick uh, life paths based on, you know, the subjects that you had studied, which looking back now, I don't think they had really any correlation to the real world. And I say the real world, I mean life outside of school. And so I thought to myself, what am I going to do? Because I, I literally have no idea. And I just so ended up applying for a bunch of universities and I applied for any type of uh, degree that had like business or marketing because in one of the subjects I studied at school, I really liked the marketing part of it. And that was what was like the guiding thing. I still had no idea if I really wanted to do that, but I thought, you know what, what else am I going to do? At the time, I was working at my two first uh, part-time jobs as well. So I worked part-time at Woolworths. I was a checkout chick and I also worked at a uh, wedding reception. I was a waitress at the time. So I would do that on weekends and then um, would also coincide with like a Woolworths schedule too. And um, I didn't stay at the waitressing job for too long. I ended up working at Woolworths for quite some time. Uh, But I was then successful into getting into university. And so I went to a university not that far from my house. I went to La Trobe. Shout out if you also went to La Trobe here in Melbourne. And I studied a Bachelor of Business and I majored in marketing. Again, guys, I still didn't know if that's what I wanted to do, but I thought, what else am I going to do? I may as well just lean in. And if, if, you know, down the track, this seems to come in handy with whatever it is that I do, then why not? Um, I say, why not? Like going into hex debt for it is not a big deal, but we are lucky in Australia where we do have that ability to fund our education through HEX. And I thought it's either it's either I do this or I don't do it and I just continue, um, you know, working part-time and maybe I go into full-time. And so I decided to obviously study throughout those, I think it was three years, my degree, and um, continue to work at Woolies. And you know what? I'm going to say Woolies was a very good job to kind of carry me through that time because they were quite flexible with, uh, you know, uni hours and my schedule and it just worked out really well. This is not, this is not uh, an ad for applying for a job at Woolworths, but it was a good job that helped me through those years. Uh, and then once my uh, uni, uni degree was up, I was obviously still living at home. I really wanted to travel And I definitely think there is a strong culture in Australia where, you know, it comes to like winter time and people will jet off overseas. People will, you know, I'm going to say mostly go to Europe or you're seeing them going to, um, you know, like Indonesia, going to Bali, um, some people going to the US. And so around that time, I can't remember what year it was, but I'm going to say I I think I was 21, 22 at the time, um, I decided I'm going on a Europe trip. I'm going to live my best life and head overseas. And 
I was meaning to go with a friend and then that fell through and I thought, you know what, I'm still going to go by myself. And this wasn't my first trip overseas, by the way. I did go to, I think I went to Thailand when I was 18 uh, for a week or so. But um, this was going to be my first big trip overseas alone. And I, as I said, I think I was 22, 21, 22 at the time. And I went on a nine or 10 week solo trip to Europe. And looking back now, it was one of the best things I ever did. And I created so many core memories over there. And it was so nice going by myself because I was forced out of my comfort zone and forced to make friends and forced to kind of enjoy it and actually make the most of this trip. And so um, I had the best time and I made a lot of friends. I got to experience some beautiful things. And I felt like that was kind of another pivotal moment in my life where it really teached me to grow up a little bit and realize, not, not, not realize, but almost stop being so naive. Like I realized there was a life out of the suburb that I lived in at home. <laughs> um, and it was just very fulfilling on many levels. And something that I'm so grateful that I had the chance to do. Uh, And then when I came back from, this is so strange retelling my life story. I'm sure I'm missing things by the way. And there are lots of stories that I will tell you on this podcast. Um, And we'll get to that all in good time. But um, after I came back from overseas, I was at a bit of a uh, crossroad in my life because I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I didn't know what I wanted to do. And side note, this was also around the same time that I had obviously started my Instagram back in the day. And some of you listening to this may have even followed me back then. And if you followed me back then and you still follow me now and you're listening to this podcast, you are an OG. <laughs> so thank you for still being here. But at that time, guys, I I had started, um, I'm going to say Instagram and I even had a Tumblr And I also had a blog, like a written blog as well. And that was getting a little bit of traction. And I also started a YouTube back then, which didn't really get that much traction. And I had it for a very short period of time. But um, I was putting some energy into that. And it was, again, a very different time back then. Because I feel like Instagram back, you know, 10, 9, 8 years ago is very different to what it is now and social media is very different to what it is now. But I think it's important I mention that piece because a lot of you may may remember that that part of my life. Um, and before I went overseas, I also had red hair and a lot of you will say, oh, I followed you when you still had, when you used to have red hair. Uh, and so I was doing that and I was also looking for other jobs. And when I say other jobs, I mean more traditional like nine to five roles. And then I ended up getting a very entry level role at a construction company. And I was still doing, you know, the social media and whatnot um, on the side, but I wasn't really, I guess, making like a genuine income from that. Um, I just loved sharing stuff. And it's funny because I obviously still love sharing stuff to this day, but I was really, you know, loving writing out my little blogs, um, posting pictures mainly, um, And I did a few, I'm going to say like beauty videos, fashion videos. Um, My content was a little bit different back then um, to, not a little bit, a lot different back then to what it is now. But um, I was doing that. And then 
After I had been at my first kind of entry-level role, I applied for another role. Um, This was within the energy industry, which is where I still currently work at the moment. And um, I started kind of working my way up in that space, in that corporate world. And um, I, I remember very vividly, probably like a year into into that role, um, the person who was mentoring me or who gave me just a lot of like career advice and good life advice as well, um, kind of said, oh, you know, like you can't take um, a corporate role or like a corporate pathway seriously while still doing, you know, this other stuff on the side. And so I made a choice then and I remember it so vividly. I was, I think I was about 24 at the time. I made a choice. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to stop this. And so I literally deleted my YouTube (laughs) and I, I don't regret doing that now because I think I love the YouTube channel that I have now it's definitely me um and that old one wasn't I don't know it didn't it feel it felt like a different version of me and I stopped my blog and I was like I'm gonna go you know head down nail this career this corporate career um and and work really really hard and at that same time um you know there are a couple of other pivotal pivotal things and moments in my life um, as well, but I, I had just had um, a breakup. I had just had a family member pass away, and then a really exciting job came up, and that job was interstate in uh, Sydney. And that same person, that mentor, said to me, "Oh, I've got this role, and I'm having trouble filling it." And I thought, when he was explaining that to me, he was thinking, "Maybe she can tell me someone that might be interested internally." And he goes, oh, I'm thinking you might be suited for it. And he goes, would you want to move to Sydney to give this a shot? And I said, yeah. And literally five days later, I packed my bags and I moved to Sydney. And that was another pivotal moment in my life because it was the first time that I was moving out of home. It was the first time that I was choosing change in such a big way really and I had at that point a very great group of girlfriends I'm still friends with um, a lot of them as well I had a really good routine um, at the gym and I was kind of coming out of that hurt from the breakup and I had also started to I don't know take life a little bit more seriously in the sense that my party days were coming to an end and we can touch on the party days chapter in another episode, but um, it just felt like it was an adult decision and an adult move to make. And, you know, it was going to be a promotion for me. It was going to be a better role. It was going to be better money. And I said to myself, what's the worst thing that could happen? You know, if you hate it so much, you can always come home. And my parents were so supportive and they said, you know, we of course don't want you to move out we of course don't want you to leave but if this opportunity has come up you should take it with both hands and you know run and you know go with it and shout out to mum and dad again because they have always been so supportive of me and my sister and they've always really enabled us to not do what we want but be guided by what excites us be guided by what you know, it makes us happy or makes us feel good. And they completely had my back and were like, if this doesn't go to plan, don't worry because, you know, we're here and we've got you. And so I moved to Sydney and I literally moved with less than a week's notice. And initially it was just meant to be a three month kind of stint. 
And then I ended up being there for four years. <laughs> and doing that, or just moving away from home in, in such a big way, was again something that I think shaped me and changed me and kind of, you know, led me to who I am in this moment. And um, yeah, it was a wild ride, but one that I like think of really fondly and love. And I'm so glad that I did when I look back at it now, Um, which leads me to moving back to Melbourne last year. I moved back in March of 2021 and I moved back because I had become so homesick. So you guys would see that my mum and dad are actual legends. My whole family is. And we have always been close, but I think when I moved away, I realized just how much I firstly miss them um, and it made me appreciate them on a whole different level. And so, you know, we went through that first lockdown in 2020, bloody COVID, and I struggled because up until that point, I was really going, oh, sorry guys, I just touched the microphone. If you heard that, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm filming this in a recording studio in Abbotsford here in Victoria. And the reason that I'm recording in a studio is because I obviously live back at home and it's a very loud house all the time, which I'll get to. But I just thought I want the audio to be good for you guys. And I want, th- I want this podcast to be high quality. And I've got this headset on, which looks like I'm a pilot. If you can imagine that, it looks like I'm literally about to jump in and drive a plane or ride a plane. I'm not sure what the correct term is, but um, when you touch it, it's very sensitive. So I'm trying not to touch the table. I'm trying not to touch the the podcast thingy, the thing that actually records me right now. Um, and I just tapped it. So sorry about that. But um, back to what I was saying. So I had become so homesick and usually I would actually travel back to Melbourne and it was a short flight, an hour tops, um, to visit my family quite frequently. And then obviously the world was hit by um, COVID and I think all of our lives changed in one way or another. And I could not get back to see my family and I didn't see them for about 14 months, 14 months. Yeah. And uh, that was really challenging for me. It was very challenging because, again, I was going through a different breakup. <laughs> I've we'll get to relationships and breakup in another episode, but uh, yeah, I was really struggling. And so, when I came home for Christmas of 2020, I had such a beautiful time here, and it was so nice seeing my family. And I also saw my grandparents, who I hadn't seen in so long. And one thing that I vividly remember is that it was so clear to me how much everyone had aged and not in a, oh, they're wrinkly, like you look bad. But I was like, wow, like I haven't seen these people in so long. If Even my mum and dad. And I was like, wow, I'm, I noticed myself aging and I noticed myself getting older, but it was just so vivid to me to see it on everyone else. And I thought to myself, I think, I think my, my chapter in Sydney has run its course and I think it's time for me to move home. And at that point, I still didn't know what decision I wanted to make. And so I went I went through um, a little bit of, I don't know, a decision-making journey, which um, my psychologist helped me work through. Um, and I'll talk about my mental health in a second. But yeah, it was a decision that I made consciously and a decision that I was happy to make in the end. And so I came back and... I moved back home with mum and dad and the plan was not to stay there forever, but 
God, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful that I have parents who have always said to me, I could, you know what, I could be 35 with like two kids and if I needed a room to sleep, my parents would say, come back. You know what I mean? Like my parents have always said, you will always have a room at our house. You will always be welcome no matter what, basically. And so we went into lockdown again last year and I I really felt for obviously everyone that was impacted um, by COVID and the lockdown and especially those of you in Victoria who who I believe really copped it um, and seeing how that was just impacting my family last year was was hard but for me I was like oh my god I'm locked down with my family this is the best like I was having I was having I was happy because I was like oh my god I'm with the people that I love I feel safe I feel secure after not feeling that for so long Um, and obviously a lot of you would probably know because that's around the same time that I started my TikTok in September I um, was dating a boy here in Melbourne Um, I was in a relationship with him and then he brutally dumped me and I posted a TikTok crying on the internet and now we're here. <laughs> oh no, it's not, it's not, oh no, I touched the microphone again. Oh no, it's not that, it's not that straightforward. So obviously that relationship broke down and that's when I started my TikTok. So if you are here from TikTok, hello. Uh, that, when I, when I posted that video, I did not think that it would lead to this at all. Let me just say that. I did not think it would lead to this, but I'm so grateful that it did because now I have this community of beautiful people and it's so like humbling and so, I don't know, just like fulfilling when you guys will come to me and say, Adele, you know, you helped me do this for myself or Adele, I'm doing this now because you showed me how to do it or Adele, you've changed my life or Adele, I got over my breakup because of you. And I always say this and I've said it a million times on my YouTube channel. It's not me. It's not me. It's always you. It's always you. Um, but if I can hold the space for you to see that, then I, I want that and I love that and I'm so happy about that. Uh, and so I guess that is how, you know, we are at this point. Um, I guess high high level stuff. I am very single at the moment. Um, you guys would have seen I have gone on a handful of dates, um, but very single at the moment. I currently have two jobs. I am still working full time as a business development manager in the energy industry, and then I obviously do content on the side. Now, I, I wanted to mention this as well because some of you will call me an influencer, and I think when I hear that word, I cringe a little bit. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't, I don't want to be called that. Cause I feel like I'm a content creator. Right. But I think it would be naive of me to say, Oh, I'm not an influencer. Um, and I think I can't dismiss, I can't dismiss that because at the end of the day, it, it kind of is the same thing. One just feels a bit better. Um, and so I do that on the side and I didn't think that I would be doing that on the side after all all those years of not doing it and then doing it again. And I, I really genuinely think it was TikTok that kind of changed everything for me. But yeah, I love it. And I love making content for you guys. And I love holding space for you guys. And I love, you know, being there for you in whatever form, whether it's on my TikTok, on my YouTube, on my now podcast, which I can't believe I'm recording, pinch me. Um, but that is where we are at now. 
the reason that I, oh, wait, hang on a second. Hang on. I just nearly forgot. Sorry, my mental health. A lot of the content I create now and a lot of my life now is a result of the struggles that I've had with my mental health. So um, I was diagnosed with anxiety in 2020, in May of 2020. And then I was diagnosed with depression in October of 2021. Now, I, I said that because that's when I was like diagnosed on paper by like the doctor and by my psychologist. But I do definitely think that I had had patches of both anxiety and depression in my life prior to that, that I just wasn't aware of. It was happening, but I couldn't label it. I didn't understand it. I didn't know what it was uh, because I, I, yeah, I didn't have the knowledge at the time. Um, And so I have been in the therapy for two years. Wow. Oh my God. Over two years, two years, two months. Shout out to my therapist. I love her so much. Um, And I'm going to say when my mental health has been at its worst, I've obviously got, you know, more frequent sessions and when I'm managing fine, and that's the other thing, I feel like it it comes in waves as well. When I'm managing fine, um, I see my therapist less frequently, um, but I still manage my mental health on a day-to-day basis. Like, you know, you'll see me journaling, you'll see me exercising, I love a hot girl walk. If you know, you know, we love our hot girl walks here. Um, And I literally live for my journal. (laughs) I could not live without it, to be honest. But I feel like I had to mention that because that is the reason that I feel like I am who I am right now as well. And I think if I look back at all of my life and I'm only 29, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, I've had, you know, all the life experience in the world. I definitely don't think I've had all the life experience in the world, but I do believe that I've been shaped into who I am now because of every little thing that's happened to me. And I'm really grateful for every little thing that's happened to me, even the shit stuff, because I really like who I am right now. And I know, and it's kind of cool because it's like, well, if there's one thing for certain in life, it's that there's going to be hard times. There's going to be times when you're not feeling the best. There's going to be times when you're struggling. There's going to be times also when things are amazing and you're making core memories and, you know, you're feeling an an overwhelming sense of gratitude or, you know, it's all, all, um, what do you call it? Sunshine and rainbows, but, um, I'm, I'm keen for it. I'm, I'm ready. And I want to obviously continue making sure that, you know, I live in line with my values and I show up as the person I want to be. Um, I don't necessarily think that I need to consistently work on myself or like consistently try to be better. And that's, one thing I really wanted to make sure when I, when I started this podcast, when I was thinking about the idea is that you don't need to like have something like you don't have something wrong with you. Firstly, if you want to work on yourself, you also don't have something wrong with you. If you suffer with your mental health, you um, don't have something like you're not broken. Right. And my, my psychologist actually said that to me in one of my very first appointments. She's like, you're not broken. Um, It's just, at, you know, one point or another or, you know, in, in certain moments, a different a different part of you might be taking, I guess, or, or like taking the lead in your life, but there is still, um, you know, a healthy adult there. There is still you there and you already have everything you need within to, you know, be that person. And I think that was refreshing because 
I definitely think there is like this fine line when it comes to kind of self-development in this space where you can almost get stuck in a loop of, oh, like I need to, I need to do X, Y, Z to feel, to feel this and constantly, you know, be working on yourself, but it's all right just to like a vibe and chill and enjoy life and have a safe space to do that. And so this is what this podcast is. Now I am going to say, this is going to be a weekly podcast. So there'll be a new episode, a new episode weekly. I want to say episodes and eventually I would like to give you two, but I'm working on my time management guys. I am. For now, it's going to be a weekly podcast and each week the episodes will be very much guided by you. So you know how I do the AMAs on Instagram on Monday nights? Well, I am going to be using some of those questions. So make sure that when I do them, you add it in because you might, your question might be on the podcast. Obviously, I'll keep your um, name uh, private, <laughs> but um, I want to give you advice, discuss topics and a lot of the time my content is led by what you want. So I'm thinking we might start with that. The plan, I guess, long-term is I would love to have like different guests on or love to have different stories as well. Um, I really just want it to be a safe space for us to hang out every week. Um, and, and so, yeah, that is, look at me, that is the first episode. How do I wrap this up? I don't know. Anyway, guys, <laughs> I've been chatting for a little while, so we are going to wrap this up. I will see you in the next episode. If you like this, let me know. Um, if you have feedback, obviously, let me know as well, but be nice with the feedback. I'm a bit sensitive. Um, you know, I think feedback, constructive feedback is what I'm after. Um, and oh my God, full disclosure, I did record this episode two weeks ago and then I listened to it. And I was like, oh my God, that's so bad. And I didn't post it. And so I don't know who needs to hear this, but if there's something that you want to try, try it and let yourself be bad at it. I'm not saying that um, I'm, ba- I'm bad at this. It might, it might be terrible, but there's progress. When I think about my first YouTube video, how how different that was to how it is now, I can see the growth, I can see the development. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to to grow and, um, you know, develop and level up and live our best lives and live our best lives. That doesn't even make sense. Live a life that feels good for you. And what feels good for me is putting myself out of my comfort zone and actually posting this episode. So I hope that you enjoyed the first one. I will see you next time, guys. I hope that you have a great week ahead. I am launching this the same day that I'm launching the weekly vlog. And I hope that the episode is up and loaded by the time that the vlog is up and loaded. I'm taking a risk here because I've, I've never posted a, a podcast episode. Anyway, I'm rambling, but uh, I love you so much. Have a great week and I will see you in the next episode. Bye guys.